What's up? Hello, hey. Alan. Hey, Kirk. How's Ooh. it going? Oh, you're doing I had good to take now. a swig, y'all. Slurpy slurp. Little slurp. How I, are you, Alan? I'm good, man. How are you? How are you feeling? I'm great. Feeling I'm better? I, I'm great. Oh, yeah, because I had a cold last over time. Over that cold? We were just talking about, yeah. Uh, thankfully, that one didn't last as long as the one I had before that. Good. Well, that was when I had the sinus infection oh, that lasted yeah. forever. Mm-hmm. That sucked. Yep. But yeah, no, it was, it was fine. I'm fine. Good. Hey, I you, feel good. I hope you guys are doing well. You are listening to You've Never Heard This. You've Never Heard This. Music-centric podcast. A cinema-centric uh, Sorry, I had <laughs> Nighthawks. Uh, Nighthawks, yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> great. Well, uh, what are you doing for... Well, what did you do, I should say, for the oh. fourth? <laughs> Since it was, um, quote-unquote, yesterday. I, I can see into my future a little bit, and I will say I laid on the couch early on because I finally have a day off, and I hung out, and then I will walk down, or I did walk down <laughs> to the Fort George waterfront, which they're opening up on the fourth. Nice. Uh, and now they've got a pier that they took over, that sticks out into the river, which awesome. looks super cool. That's that's going to be great. So, yeah, and they're going to have bands and stuff, so that's going to be awesome. Sweet. I hate traveling on the 4th because oh, it is yes. a nightmare. I, yes. I, uh, well, man, time travel. It's weird to <laughs> talk about uh, what you are doing, what you did. Uh-huh. Uh, all right, you guys know we're not actually yes. recording on the 5th. Um, so for the 4th, uh, which will have been yesterday, I have to work a little bit, uh, but it was supposed to be a paid holiday. But my awesome employer told us all to pick another day in July to take off since we have to work a little, which is awesome. So That's pretty cool, though. Chelsea because and I are going to plan a little trip. Mm. It sounds like you'll get a full day off for only a part day's work, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that that's pretty. That's a pretty good trip. Yeah, so I picked a day that's uh, after my two consecutive days off. So I'll get three in a row. We're going to take Perfect. off. Maybe, maybe go to... Uh, we're talking about Brighton Bright Bush, Bush if we yeah. can make it work, which would be pretty cool. Never, I haven't been. It's Chelsea's special place, so oh, I, I feel I, I feel uh, I feel really, I guess, honored that she wants to share it with me. Finally, she's she'll been going finally there. share her special place with you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I won't have to ask permission anymore. <laughs> Oh. Anyway, uh, what are you what are you drinking? Um, I've got a a nice light one here, a premium Pacific Northwest Lager brewed with pride in the shadow of Mount St. Helens by Lewitt. So it's a Lewitt Lager. I realize now that when I said I won't have to ask permission anymore, <laughs> it was a double. En- I mean, the double entendre was there, yes, but it makes yes. me sound like I'm gonna be. Uh, <laughs> Uh, consent always. Okay, yes, guys. of consent course. always. <laughs> I just realized. <laughs> anyway, of uh, course. <laughs> of course. Uh, I am. Uh, you know, we talked about it last time how we should have been drinking it, but uh, I yeah. am drinking uh, Bowie Czech Pills. It's my favorite. That's a good one. Pills yeah, that's a good one. Ever. Absolutely. Um, you know, to to you know say hey, supporting you guys. Even Absolutely. Though you, uh, you, even though half your facility d- fell into the river, and that's crazy. That's that so is crazy. crazy. I think it's pretty cool that they're like, hey, uh, if you clean up any of our garbage that we'll give you some managed, free beer. managed to make it into the water, then yep. we'll bring it in and we'll give you free beer, which Absolutely. is awesome. That is very cool. We are not here to mm. talk about their woes or our time travel. We're here to talk about music. Yes, we are. Got a good one for you, Kirk. We... Uh, okay, so... Uh-oh. I realized. Uh-oh. I... 
I and other people have been giving you so much shit about pretty much exclusively bringing me oh. albums from the 90s. I know. I just I know. counted, like, walking down the hallway to get here. Yeah. Because I was curious. The last eight <clears throat> albums I have given you were from the first decade of the 2000s. So, um, I don't have any room well, to talk. Well, and I will say, <laughs> in my defense slightly, my next week pick is technically from 1989. It so. is, yeah, yeah. So you're, you're doing good. And uh, I'm breaking that cycle a little bit. So the last album I gave you that wasn't from the 2000s yes. was when we did Eddie and the Cruisers in oh, yes. back in November. Yes. So that was 83, I think. Anyway, this, I think, is the oldest album I've given you to date. Is it really? Yep. Oh. I think the... I mean, other than... Oh, wait, no. Before oh, yeah, yeah. Eddie and the Cruisers, I think it was Susie and the Banshees, but I have not given you anything from the 70s until today. We are talking about Little Criminals by Randy Newman. <laughs> oh, crap, Ola. Oh, boy. You, you don't remember switching the album? Oh, you don't. Oh, no. Uh, no. Oh, this is going to be interesting now. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, shit. <laughs> what did... Uh... <laughs> you gave me Randy Newman, and look. I said, cool. And then you gave me... You said, no, 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 no. I want to do... Um, what was it? It was one I love. Was, uh, so, no. I gave you Walking Mooded by Bayside. Yeah. Then no. I said, you're listening to God Shuffled His Feet by Crash Test Dummies. And you said you loved it. And then I said, fine, Little Criminals by Randy Newman. Oh. I'm <laughs> so, the one that screwed up yeah. then. Which one did you listen to, Kirk? Bayside? <laughs> oh, my God. I thought I had it this time, too. Oh, I was like, oh, man. I'm on top of shit. Mm, nope. <laughs> and I went deep into this one and was like... Oh my God! I thought it was switched. I thought you gave me Gary or Gary Newman, Randy Newman first, nope. and switched it to Bayside. All right. Well, I guess you're flying by. The, oh, the son of a of gun! Okay, okay. So let's let's do this. Let's save Bayside, and let's do an impromptu. Oh, uh, I'll need your uh, um, hotspot briefly to download that yeah just for because we don't have wi-fi here so let's just do uh, uh, i i because you'll have notes obviously Mm -hmm. on on randy newman yep and we'll wait i'll wing it and that'll be a first that was my bad i i thought it was your bad and it was my bad sorry alan well, now you know we have an episode. If you want to do it next time or not, but we have one in the wings. Yep, you got one. Ready, for to, you. Go. Ready to go. <laughs> Crap! Oh man, I thought I was on top of it. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Kirk. Well, we still have to say you've never heard this. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me get. All right. Yes. Okay. So, all right. What'd you, what'd you? It's Randy Newman. What? Little criminals. I've never heard this. You've never heard this. One and a two and a one, two, three, four. Hey man, there's this band I love, and I know you love them too. But you're just shaking your head like you haven't got a clue. What are we gonna do about it? I've got an idea 
start a podcast and talk about it while sipping on a beer. You've never heard this. You've never heard this. You've never heard this. You've never heard this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I've literally never heard literally this. never heard literally, this. So yep. okay, let me. <laughs> Do we um, tell him, Kirk? <laughs> oh, you want to cut out that I fucked up? <laughs> no, because no, don't cut that out because otherwise this will make no sense. That's true. That I'm winging this. Yeah, I you have, are. I have literally You've literally this, never. This is a, the most literal episode yes, that true. I've never heard. It this. is true. Yeah, I've heard Randy Newman. Of course, I've seen Disney movies. But that's Just about as far as my this knowledge. Album. Oh man! Uh, all right, no, I'm. I actually. <laughs> You're I, kind I, of excited, I'm, aren't you? I'm a little excited just because. I know this is not how we do things. <laughs> Obviously, it's not how we do things. We've Obviously. been doing this for two years. Yeah, this is not how we do it. No, I like to do three listens. We're not mm-hmm. going to do three not listens this time. But this will be the most off the cuff, right? Um, so let's see. Let me find. Yeah, so you you download that album, and I will tell everybody yep, about you go ahead, Randy I'm... Newman. Okay. Randy Newman was born on November twenty eighth, nineteen forty three, in Los Angeles. To he's an ex- still alive, right? Yes. He okay. Is. Yeah. He's uh, he was born. I to know a, he's old. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was born to an extended family of Hollywood film composers, uh, and his parents are Adele and George Newman. He lived in New Orleans until the age of 11 and then returned to Los Angeles, uh, studied at UCLA, but dropped out one semester shy of a BA, and he completed that degree in 2021. <laughs> so really? He, he went back to school wow. and uh, finished up that degree. He did a, he did a Billy Madison. He sure did. Uh, he's been a songwriter since the age of 17. Wow. And he cites Ray Charles as his greatest influence, loving him, quote, to excess. Wow, <laughs> yes. okay. Loves him some Ray Charles. Uh, his first single uh, was released in 1962. It's called Golden Grid Iron Boy, but that song flopped. So he concentrated on writing and composing for a few years. Um, his first five albums were relatively successful. And this album, Little Criminals, was released on September 23rd, 1977 on Warner Brothers and wow. Reprise. You doing all right over there, Kirk? Yes. All right. I'm opening a window because I'm dying. <laughs> he's opening a window because he's dying. Oh, my God. All right. You, you with us? Sorry. I'm back. I'm All right, back. cool. So this album was <laughs> produced by Lenny Waronker, who has produced albums for Eels, Rufus Wainwright, Brian Wilson, and Gordon Lightfoot. Oh, wow. And okay. a gentleman named Russ Teitelman, who produced albums for George Harrison, Meatloaf, and Cyndi Lauper. Um, in regards to this album um, with British Magazine NME, he, uh, he talked sardonically about his then-new release, said there's one song about a child murderer oh. Newman deadpans that's fairly optimistic maybe there's one called Jolly Coppers on Parade which isn't an absolutely anti-police song maybe it's even a fascist song I didn't notice at the time okay there's also one about me as a cowboy called Rider in the Rain I think it's ridiculous uh, there uh, is that all uh, about this album that he's talking about yes oh okay. um, I almost revealed some cameos on there but I'm gonna see if you can't figure out. I who am. They are. I am. 
honestly excited for this. Yeah, yeah, that's great because uh, <laughs> yeah, there's some uh, there's some singers okay. on here that you background vocalists that you okay. may recognize. Um, he said, "There's also this song, Short People. It's purely a joke. I like other ones on the album better, <laughs> but the audiences go for that one." Um, yeah, so he's a uh, he's a uh, He's an interesting guy. Okay, his his, so uh, I, his, uh, his songs are very, very, like, kind of tongue-in-cheek. Okay, that's um, what I was going to say. In the same way John K. Sampson usually writes a song based, like, from a character's point of view. Yes. Well, excuse me. None wow. of, like, almost nothing he writes is autobiographical. Okay. Um, so keep that in mind as you listen. You can turn your hotspot off if you'd like. All right. I got it downloaded. Um, Wonderful. So that's interesting. And sorry, I had to open a window because it is warm down here for some reason. Is it because you're nervous because you messed up? Well, that doesn't help <laughs> that for sure. But I'm excited for this because my, my like I kind of alluded to, my only real uh, knowledge of Randy Newman is his Disney stuff. Yeah. Well, he's com- and, he's a, he's done a lot of f- film score, work. and I see that when I look through his albums, mm-hmm. he's, there, a lot of it is featuring Randy Newman, mm-hmm. and like he did uh, Pleasantville, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, James and the Giant Peach, Awakenings, Meet the Parents, Sea Biscuit, Marriage Story was wow. his most recent one, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So this a- is interesting that this is. This is more the side of him that I didn't even know existed. Mm-hmm, yeah, which is more just a musician, you know, in from the seventies. Yeah, uh, literally a year before I was born. People so. love covering his songs too. Do, okay, so you know the song uh, "Mama Told Me Not to Come." Of course, that's a Randy Newman song. Ah, uh, wow. Yep. Mama told me not to come. So the song, there's a song on this album called Baltimore. It's covered by Nina Simone, Nils Lofgren, The Tamlins, David Gray, Billy McKenzie, Liana Le Havis, Jasmine Sullivan, Mink Stoll, Coldfinger. Oh, wait, Mink Stoll? Mink Stoll. Uh, there's a song called In Germany Before the War. It was covered by a British band, Diesel Park West. And the song I'll Be Home had been written by Newman years previously and was originally recorded in 1970 by Harry Nilsson oh. on his album, Nilsson Sings Newman. I like Nilsson. Yeah, so uh, you <laughs> wow. seem like you are ready, chomping at the bit to hear I, some stuff this, for the very first time. Literally, this is interesting. Maybe we should to do me. that more often. This is interesting. You know to me what? Now. Next week, we'll return the favor. Oh, so I do have to talk to you about next week. Okay. Oh, oh, sorry, next week. No, I'm saying like our next, our, oh, next, our next recording recording session. session. I do have to you talk to you be about out that. Of town. Wait, right? no, not yet. No, 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 no. Because let's see. We record. Oh my god, I can't do next. Okay, Da-da-da. sorry, you guys. We're we're off the rails. Tonight. No, it's okay. It'd be the fifteenth. No, I'm not out yet. Okay, the one after that I will be. Okay, cool. So we'll talk. Talk. Um, I think some next time we record your album, I will. Depending on how this goes, I just let's won't see. Listen let's to. see, because this is kind of I fun. Just won't listen to. All right. Happy accident. I hope. I hope. <laughs> All right, let's find out. It's like right. my worst podcast nightmare is that I will do something like this. So I'm oh glad, my god, I'm glad you're rolling with the punches. I, you know, I, I'm doing my best. I, I can almost guarantee you have heard this first track. Oh, okay. All right. So let's listen to it. It's let's called it. "Short People."
Did the background singers ringing any bells for you there, Kirk? It's, the song itself sounds familiar. All right. Yeah, yeah. This um, is probably his most well-known definitely song like, outside of his Disney stuff. Sure. And this, uh, this sounds like what I would expect, I think, of Randy Newman... Uh, in the 70s. Um, mm-hmm. The background singer, because you kind of motioned to me, man, I tried. Uh, it's not one of the Gibbs, is it? No. Okay. Nope. I'll, uh, I'll, they're on a lot of songs, so I will. Oh, or, uh, this a person? handful, I should say. This same person? I take, yeah. Yeah, so I'll, okay. I'll, uh, I'll give you another shot to, okay. Okay. to figure it out. So, uh, this song. Much like Money for Nothing by mm. Dire Straits mm-hmm. uh, is intentionally sung from the point of view of an ignorant person <laughs> and includes crass and sensitive comments that such a person would think and say, quote, because it was a hit, the song reached people who aren't looking for irony. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I could see and, that. Um, so uh, Genius says that irony was certainly lost on one politician. Oh, in no. 1978, oh, a bill no. was introduced in the Maryland state legislature to make it <laughs> illegal to play short people on the radio. Oh, come on. Delegate Isaiah Dixon wanted radio stations and employees to be criminally charged Shut and fined up. for playing the song, but the bill was not passed. Oh. The irony was also lost on another person who threatened to kill Randy Newman. Oh, my God. Plus, radio stations in Boston, New York, Philadelphia banned the song and midgets picketed at his concerts. Oh, my God. Sorry. Little people. Oh, yeah. I, I was uh, much like uh, Ron Burgundy and the teleprompter reading the word that was in front of me. Oh my God. Uh, that the is bridge, insane. however, makes it clear Newman himself actually feels that all people of all heights are indeed equal and we should be laughing at the ignorant storyteller. The, the lyrics, if you didn't catch it, were short people are just the same as you and I. All men are brothers until the day they die. So, so that's one yeah. of those things where people have like a knee-jerk reaction without knowing what they're actually reacting to. Yeah. And like I mean, uh, like Confederate statues in the South, right? <laughs> I'm, just I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Like how uh, schools uh, keep getting named Woodrow Wilson High School. <laughs> well, also kidding. Uh, um, yeah, no, absolutely though. That's. Uh, it's just one of those things where you don't listen and and you I mean, jump to conclusions. He literally says, "Like, but it's you, but it's obvious." I mean, like Randy Newman is not going to make the first song <laughs> on his album about how much he hates short short people. people. <laughs> Y'all suck. <laughs> oh, God. Well, what about oh, this man. one? This one, track number two. You can't <laughs> fool the fat man.
So this is uh, obviously about a uh, banker of some sort. Mm-hmm. First two lines, sitting with the fat man trying to get a loan, and he's, uh, he's pleading his case in this verse. My brother's in the armed forces, my sister's in jail. Won't you give me $50 so I can pay your bail? He said, you can't fool the fat man. No, you can't fool me. You're just a two-bit grifter, and that's all you'll ever, ever be. This part here very much reminds me of You've Got a Friend in Me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Now that you say that, I can't unhear yeah, it. Exactly, yep. Yeah, exactly. Which, I mean, yeah, that's that's his style. That's just, you know. So that's the thing. Like I said, obviously, I had never heard any of this. Is Yeah, this is not the squeaky clean Disney stuff. No. But it's definitely, like you said, you can tell his, his style yeah. is that kind of... Like ragtime, yeah. almost. I mean, and that comes from his time living in, you know, Louisiana. Oh, his yeah. His very jazzy, ragtime. And his Ray Charles influence really comes through on a lot of this, especially how he sings. Yep. Oh, my I don't God, think yeah. he's. I don't think he's ripping Ray Charles off, but he's definitely influenced by him. And the thing is, now that you say that his one of his biggest influences was Ray, Ray Charles, it makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. that a, a white piano player <laughs> wanting to be like Ray, Char- Ray Charles. Yeah. It's like, yeah. There's there's <clears throat> two things that I cannot help but think of when I um, when I think of Ray, Randy Newman, and that's uh, that bit from uh, Family, Family Guy. Family Guy. What was that? Something about getting an apple from the tree <laughs> or something? Yeah, I yeah. forget. Go it's been a while. Apple. apple, yeah. <laughs> Shine it on your shirt. Sure, yes. That's right. um, so Will Sasso from Mad TV is doing the Randy Newman impression, okay. but he also does a uh, a he does a Mad TV sketch where this was like when oh. when Randy <laughs> Newman was writing music for like every Disney movie that came out. Yes, I might have seen. So this. they uh, they let me try and find it. I think I've seen, I might have seen this, yeah. The Mad TV sketch was that he was writing the music for the new Star Wars. Okay. This so sounds, yeah. let me pull it up because it's, uh, it's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> oh, after this ad. After this ad. What's an ad for, Alan? Uh, TikTok. Oh, and this is an ad for... Does TikTok need an ad? Like, does, is there anybody that doesn't that know... That was an ad for Shane Company. Obviously, he's doing a stylized version. <laughs> yeah, but, very much a caricature. You know, yes, a that's, yeah, that's a better yeah. way to put it, a caricature. Like, I don't think that's how Randy Newman speaks in real life. But, but. you know who he sounds like when he does the character of Randy Newman to Who's me? That? Wesley Willis. <laughs> yeah. Right? Rock and roll, oh, <laughs> That's what I hear. Rock on, Chicago. 
<laughs> he he died. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, let's move on. You are just in suspense. You have no idea what this album sounds like. I don't. It's great. I I cannot wait to do the same thing next time. And I will say, like, so far, I'm not hating it. That's good. Well, you know, you and I, we're we're white white guys in our (laughs) 30s and 40s, so we love us some piano music. It's true. Oh, it's true. It's true. (laughs) All right. Uh Let's do track number three. It is called, it's the title track, Titular, Titular Little Criminals. background vocals from those mystery singers aren't coming up until track number eight okay gotcha i can tell you now because those people are also playing instruments on this track interesting i this i dig this or i could wait until they sing again because it's a little more apparent in that track who they are yeah let's just hold on yeah all right we're all in suspense now this song does not have to go this hard but, but it does. I, <laughs> and that might be the whitest thing I've ever said because <laughs> this is not a hard song. But uh, this is but the, this say, is the Toy Story guy? Like, what the hell? Okay, that's <laughs> yeah. what I was just going to say is, like, listening to this, I was like, okay, I know I'm listening to Randy Newman, but it's like, this is kind of gritty. There's, yeah. kinda, there's almost a little bit of a distortion to his voice mm-hmm. in this one. There's the little guitar in the background, he, you know. And like, he loves playing with dissonance in his piano playing. Sure. Like those notes rub right uh-huh. up against each uh, other. And I, it it definitely has that late '70s sound, L.A. sound. Yes, yes. yes. I'm Absolutely. trying to like I hear other bands and other songs in it. Mm-hmm. I just can't quite like when I when I tell you who these mystery artists oh, grad, are, then I'll be like, yeah. oh, yep, okay. So, so now I'm excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so track eight, which yep. is Baltimore. Yes. Okay. Uh, but we got we got to get through a few more yeah, until yeah, we yeah. get there. Track yeah, number yeah. four. So this one starts out pretty quietly. So keep that in mind while our 
chairs, chairs squeaking, squeaking and slurp some beer, farting and burping. And yeah, so uh, this song, track number four, <laughs> is called Texas Girl at the Funeral of Her Father. Yeah, so Damn. that proof is that Randy Newman is just an incredible composer because that intro alone is just moving, beautiful, sad. We're probably not going to hear the last few words, but it's here I am alone on the plane. Sun's going down. It's starting to rain. Papa, we'll go sailing. <laughs> Doing all right no, over there, Kurt? That, it's no, a, that... It's a gut wow. puncher. Wow. Yeah. That's an effective song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy cow. Yep. yep. Doing uh, okay. <laughs> it's... Going down. To rain. Papa will go yep. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. 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 Uh, that one hit me a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Holy cow. That was a beautiful song. Uh-huh. Holy shit. Like, yeah. Holy shit. Yep. Wow. Uh, anyway. Uh, Shall we move on? Yeah. So can, uh... <laughs> I, I, I have to be a completely honest. Um, I'm a little misty. Yeah. Uh, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, holy cow. I want to listen to it again? <laughs> That's all right. I, I, maybe later, actually. That yeah. was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. my goodness. Okay. Wow. All right. Let's go to track number five. <laughs> the possibly anti-cop. Oh, yes. That's Possibly right. fascist song. Yes. Jolly Coppers on Parade.
Again, such that late '70s sound mm-hmm. that I really do enjoy. Yeah, it's uh. So let me see. I'm trying to. And yeah, the little, the little, little uh, insight into this. Into the little this snare drum was is perfect. Yeah, that we were both hey, miming at a parade. Uh-huh. You know? Um. So you look here. I found an old New York Times article from. Uh, September of 77, oh, right wow. around the time this came out. And uh, let's, uh, so it's, uh, I think this is kind of funny. Um, <laughs> uh, Little Criminals is the first Newman album with a full complement of musical witticisms to match the verbal ones. Jolly Coppers on Parade is a song describing a police march, but instead of a martial beat, it has the sleepy, soulful rhythm of Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On. When Newman moans, oh, mama, it turns out he's a little boy telling his mother he wants to be a policeman someday. So, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Although this, uh, Little Criminals is a remarkable album for a lot of reasons, not the least of them being that it very nearly wasn't made. Hmm. After Good Old Boys was released, Newman had used up his backlog of material and was certain he would never turn out anything more. One older song, I'll Be Home, is included on the new album, partly because Newman simply couldn't come up with another love song. Let's face it, I don't love anybody but myself, he deadpanned. <laughs> and partly because he had an idea for a new string arrangement of the number. Yeah, interesting. Wow, okay. <laughs> Newman spent two and a half years grappling with writer's block, coming up with only his Einstein song and a jingle for Dr. Pepper. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so. So Interesting. Tell, so tell me, how do you like? How do you know this? Like, how do I know this album? Yeah. Well, I um, I heard. I think I heard <sighs> Short People before okay. I before I heard anything sure. from his Disney stuff as a kid because it was in the live action Little Rascals movie. Oh, okay. That came out okay. in like '93. Yeah, I remember that and movie. And like, I just I've always liked that song since I was a kid. And okay. I was like, you know what? I am like probably two or three years ago was just like, you know, I am now familiar, obviously familiar with who Randy course, Newman is. Yeah. Uh-huh. I want to know what his other like actual like studio albums are. Sure. So this is the one I picked just cause I knew short people. And I was like, these songs are fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. they're just, it's the type of songwriting I like where it's telling a story. And so I just really got attached to it. 
And uh, it's been on my list of albums to give you since we started the podcast. And I was like, you know what? I think now's the time. Yeah, and you'd mentioned it before, or you'd mentioned him before. And I was always like, oh, yeah, the guy from Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, and then I listened to the wrong album. But, yep, you know. sure did. <laughs> but that's okay. Man, I was... I was all ready for that album. I know too. you said you went into a deep. Man, dive I was I was into a yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's okay. So that's all right. I hope no one could hear me squeaking my eye earlier. <laughs> I could hear it. Yeah. So, <laughs> guess we'll see. <laughs> oh, Sarah used oh. to hate that. Oh, that's okay. my eyes. Like, I don't know. No, I heard it. It's a little like it makes it a little like yeah. <laughs> anyway all right track number six is called in germany before the war and i think after this song we should take a break sounds good Love that he's going into a major key with the vocals while still keeping that minor mm-hmm. in the piano on that second verse. Um, so this song was inspired by the 1931 Fritz Lang film M. Have you seen it? I'm aware of it, but no. I've Peter Lar is a serial child killer named Hans Beckert. Uh, he said his version in 1934, and it's a metaphor for a nation about to enter a period of transgression and horror. Uh, by this time, Adolf Hitler had been chancellor for over a year, and the economic persecution of German Jewry was already well underway. So, yeah. This song totally sounds like something off of a, a movie uh, mm-hmm. score. Yep. Uh, like, I can, like, it elicits a, like, night in, you know, pre-war Germany on the docks, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of foggy. The cobblestones are yeah, wet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that being said, even with the dissonance, this is a gorgeous song. It really is. So, no, it's yeah. beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Which I love. And I, and I do love that that, that juxtaposition between sure. him singing, you know, the major, major key with that still keeping the uh-huh. minor in the... It's just, it's great. And I'm a huge fan of film scores. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm not a big... I don't know. I just love, I love film scores. I don't know why, but yeah. Those, that would be, then that would be a tough one to do on the on this podcast, but yeah, but yeah, a score. I don't yeah, know if we'll ever score's do a tough. Score. Mm, we can do soundtracks. 
Soundtracks we, are different. We, we yeah, have, we have proven that we can. I was just say soundtracks for sure, absolutely. But, and there's definitely soundtracks, but they're all ones we agree on, mm-hmm. like The Crow and Garden State. Garden State. Oh, there's another probably one. the faculty. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. I remember that one being good. Uh, the Spawn one was kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah. So, oh, do you want to take a break? Yeah. Take do a break. It. All right. We will be right back. Goodbye. Hey, everybody. I'm Matt Foster. And I'm Trevor T. Trujillo. And we're the co-hosts of a podcast called The Nighthawks Podcast. You've never heard The Nighthawks? Oh, I've heard The Nighthawks. It's been brought to our attention by Kirk and Alan at the wonderful You've Never Heard This Podcast that The Nighthawks promos they run on their show are old. They're not new. They are not new. They are no spring chickens. No, they're not. They've been running a while. They've been around. That doesn't mean they're not working. I don't know what we're doing. No, no, not at all. But we certainly like to pretend. We try. If you you love movies then you'll love the nighthawks podcast it's like a book club but for movies and you can pick whether you do the homework or not it won't change our conversation a bit if you don't we hope that you'll join us talking about everything from citizen kane to indiana jones to friday the 13th to sunset boulevard to the bill and ted trilogy oh a little bit of everything really a little bit of everything we have fun we do we have a good time if we don't they put leeches on us so we hope that you will join us and enjoy Enjoy our podcast. We can be found on just about every platform you can think of. Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. Nice. You have no excuse not to find us. If you've never heard us, take this promo on You've Never Heard This as your mission. Your call to action. Your quest. Your raison d'etre. Check out the Nighthawks podcast. Enjoy. Saving my yeah. pee. Save that pee, Alan. I'm not just, like to keep. I'm just saying like well, I no. don't have to go. So, Well, no, I thought we were always supposed to, it was supposed to be without context. So, mm. But that would have been awful. Yep. Save it sure. in the bottle. Yep. No. I'm going to suck him back on a little bit of grandpa's little cough medicine. That's all, <laughs> all I think of is dumb and dumber. <laughs> yeah. Pull over. That's a guardian, but thanks. <laughs> Killer boots, man. Oh, what is his name? Carlin Williams. Yes, he kind of <laughs> yeah. disappeared. He did. And I liked him. He was so goofy. He's great in uh, uh, Half Baked. I'm not a fish, I'm a man. <laughs> I don't remember that movie much. Oh. But I, I mean, I had seen it, but it's been a while. Yeah. Well, we're not here to talk about Half Baked and how Dave Chappelle was pissed at how the movie got edited down. Oh, yeah. Did you hear about that? I, yeah. We're going to talk about it. Apparently, he said that it was a he was really proud of it. And then it turned it. He said it One turned second. into, quote, a weed movie for kids. Oh, I see. I see. They took the teeth out of it. Yep. I could see that. Indeed. Well, let's uh, let's. Let's move on. Let's do let's, it. Let's give uh, let's, Kirk a little yeah. more here. I'm uh, I'm kind of jonesing for a little more of right. Newman here. Well, here we are. Track number seven is called Sigmund Freud's Impression of Albert Einstein in America. Oh, wow. Game. Albert Einstein is 
I was born in Germany And I'm happy to be here in the land of the brave and the free Yes, I'm happy to be here in the land of the brave and the free In the year 1905 Merely trying to survive Took my knapsack in my hand Caught a train from Switzerland Interesting. Yeah, so, you know, people not reading enough into this song weren't offended, but they were offended by short people, really? <laughs> Is it this? Uh, oh, my gosh. The line he's singing right underneath me right now is should have made people furious if they were taking this song seriously because this verse is Americans dream of gypsies I have found gypsy knives and gypsy thighs that pound and pound and pound and pound African appendages that almost reach the ground oh my god and little boys playing baseball in the rain wow America America step out into the light you're the best dream man has ever dreamed and may all your Christmases be white another ignorant narrator but seriously but a little people were offended by short people but not this song (laughs) ignorant narrator but almost a little close to home there yeah oh yeah 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 it's definitely uh like but but here's the thing is like it's Sigmund Freud's impression yes, of Albert yes, Einstein. Yes, yes, <laughs> so yes I got I you. always forget that when I listen to this. Um, I saw a tweet today that was just like, do you ever think Sigmund Freud's friends were just like, shut the fuck up, man? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, probably, probably yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. yep. Anyway, okay. secret's about to be revealed, Kirk. All right, we're going with Baltimore. Track number and your, any ideas? No, but I'm going to be listening with a, the ears of a... What's something that has really good ears? A bat. Okay. Yeah, that works. Sonar, my friend. uh, Yep. We listen with the ears of a bat. Yep. Beat up little seagull On a marble stair Trying to find an ocean Looking everywhere Hard times in the city In a hard town by the sea Ain't nowhere to run to Ain't nothing here for Junk land on a sidewalk Sleep 
Fleetwood Mac? So close. <sighs> so close. Some of the instrumental work and backing vocals on the album are performed by members of the Eagles. Oh my god! Yep. In particular, oh. Glenn Fry played guitar on yep. two tracks. Yep. Joe Walsh played guitar on three tracks. He brought up the guitar work on Little Criminals. That was Joe Walsh. And Don Henley and Tim Schmidt sang background vocals on one track each. I, yep, now I feel like I should have gotten those, yeah. but yep. This song in particular is Glenn Fry and J.D. Souther on backing vocals. Okay. Uh, and Glenn Fry on guitar. Gotcha, okay. Yeah, so you hear it now. Yeah, oh, I hear it for sure. Especially, that. actually, I would say the guitar work, definitely mm-hmm. recognizable. Yeah. Okay. This is a good fucking tune. <laughs> it's a really good tune. Uh, citizens of the city of Baltimore did not appreciate it. However, with its, I did never, I, <laughs> I never knew how controversial Randy I Newman know, was. Right? With its deprecating <laughs> remarks about the city, the song generated controversy. Uh, Newman grew up in Los Angeles and Louisiana, so it's quite likely that his Baltimore is not to be taken too literally. Duh. But I've been to Baltimore, and yes, it's, and I mean, they, it's like any big city. And they hide so. their faces, and they hide their eyes, because the city's dying, and they don't know why. So, this is something, and I can't really reveal too much about the album I listened to, <laughs> because we'll be doing that on another episode. Yeah. But one thing that that album got me to think about and write about is songwriting. Mm-hmm. And... Like you said, like, Randy Newman is very, very effective. Mm -hmm. And his lyrics are... And again, I'm listening to them for the first time um, and and trying to formulate these these thoughts on the fly. But that, that... Lyric at the very beginning about a something about a beat up seagull on a, a beat up stair. seagull looking for the sea, mm-hmm. like that is it's so simple. Yeah, there's nothing really you know. There's nothing so like profound or about very it. Very incredibly descriptive. It's just no it's, beat up little seagull on a marble stair trying to find the ocean, looking at. But everywhere. it's so fucking effective. Yeah, like. I had like, man, like, shit. I mean, we live on the coast. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, I could see that. Like, our fair share of seagulls. Yeah. You know, seeing a seagull and being like, oh, dude's looking for, like, trying to, you know, he's hurt and, you know, oh, yeah. That yeah. was, mm hmm. I get it. Like, that's so effective and it's such good songwriting to me. I'm realizing now that as we were walking down here, I said, man, I'm really glad that we have two very contrasting albums and you. <laughs> 
You had one album in mind, and I had this one in mind. Well, I would still say that would hold true for sure if we had done the other yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but yes, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, mm, yep. and that's funny that we were talking about two different albums. Yeah. Oh dear Love lord, it. dear oh, lord. Man. Well, that's when you started saying that it was the oldest album you gave me, and I'm like, 2008. <laughs> yeah. Like, is that? I don't think that's true. That doesn't it's seem not even right. True. No. <laughs> nope. Oh my <laughs> god! So funny. I kind of can't wait. I to... could just see you slowly it dawning on you, like, oh, something's not. Oh shit! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be funny to go back and listen to back, you know, or listen <laughs> to, to your this. reaction. Like, yeah, it'd be like, oh, oh, here it comes. Yep. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man! So, all right, <laughs> let's listen to the song that he threw on there because uh, he only had a Dr Pepper jingle. Otherwise, uh, track number nine is called "I'll Be Home." interpreted as not i will be home like i'll be there but i am home i'll be home well i'll be here yeah yeah. Yeah, Yeah, i will be home i gotcha uh it's the closest thing to a typical pop song on the album i think sure um not necessarily even autobiographical uh just pulling from that new york times article again um uh newman doesn't always write about figures as drastically estranged as they were referring to in Germany before the war. Uh, but he does specialize in songs about people who, quote, just aren't heroes. They're a little off, a step to the right, a step to the left. Uh, his mm. songs are virtually never autobiographical, which is unusual for a pop composer. Even more atypically, Newman deliberately stays out of his own masterfully ambiguous material, forcing the listener to develop his or her own point of view. He said, I'm just a reporter. Hmm. His subject matter tends to be bizarre, and his narrative mumble has a way of sounding almost cavalier, but even when he sings about people who are demonstrably ridiculous, he is never cruel. His implicit respect for their aberrance amounts to a backhanded compassion and an unexpected generosity. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It's good. That was a good one, yeah. Yeah. This little sweet song. And this is the one, the next one is... Where he imagines himself as a cowboy, apparently. Yep, it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> yeah, pretty simple. Okay, it's called "Riders in Rider in the Rain." 
Yeah. <laughs> Got a gun in my holster. Got a horse between my knees. <laughs> and I'm gone to Arizona. Pardon me, boys, if you please. I have been a desperado. Raped in pillars across the plains. Now I'm gone to Arizona. Just a rider in the rain. He's a rider in the rain. He's a rider in the rain. There's those eagles. <laughs> and I'm St. Louis and my bride's in Tennessee so I'm going to Arizona with the banjo on my knee he's a rider rider in the rain is a hilarious cowboy number featuring Randy as the silliest desperado who ever quote raped and pillaged across the plains and the eagles not previously noted for their sense of humor that's why they're rich newman explained as his admiring chorus at the end of the song newman calmly orders take it boys and much to the eagles credit they do ooing and mm-hming for all they're worth <laughs> wow i don't know the way to my heart is a Freaking pedal steel. Yep. God, I love a pedal steel. So good. I don't know what really it is. Really hard to play. That's what I... I mean, I've watched and I've talked to some... Because every once in a while at Fort George Music Sunday nights, uh, there will be a pedal steel. Yeah. And I'm fascinated by oh, it. Oh, yeah. And I've talked to some of the players just like, what does that do? And what does that do? And I'm lost. Yeah. So anyway... There are, yeah. like, cables, and mm-hmm. you move things with your knees, and it's amazing. It's not easy. No, I love it. And it, the players who are good at it make it look effortless. Oh, as, absolutely. As they should. Yes, absolutely. Yep. It's a beautiful instrument. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites of, like, all time. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I'm going to move to the penultimate. Ah. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Called Kathleen. Catholicism made easier. Oh, 
This has an interesting cadence and mm-hmm. sound. That drum beat throws, yeah. throws me off every time. It, there's parts of it that just don't sound like they should go sure, where they are. Sure, yeah. Uh, and props for making verse two mostly the word hey. <laughs> that takes some balls. Uh, he's singing oh. some Italian in the first verse there. Uh, there <laughs> so he's mixing up Catholic Mass with lyrics to Volare, which is a song by Domenico Modungo, which topped the Billboard charts in 1958. As you can probably guess, it it says, as you can probably guess, it's also not even Spanish, but rather Italian. Uh, Newman's narrator must not think too highly of Kathleen's intelligence. (laughs) (laughs) It's so interesting how he does write, apparently, every song as like you said, from a different viewpoint. And he's got a great quote. Man, I'm really glad I found this article because there's a lot of great quotes sure. by him in it. And he, he brings that up. He says, uh, you know, where'd it go? He said, oh my gosh, I just had it. I'm not interested in myself that way. Why should songwriters have to work under strictures that short story writers don't have to work under? Why do you always have to write about yourself? Why do you ever have to write about yourself? I don't understand why more people don't do it, be different characters. It's a lot more fun. (laughs) So uh, I will comment on that. And I get it. Like, I I agree with him. But I think... I just think the nature of songwriting and music is catharsis. And it can be, yeah. Yeah, and I get what <clears throat> he's... And mostly is. Yes, and I get what he's saying is he maybe doesn't need that or care about it. No. And so why write that way? Sure. Um, but I could see, you know, a lot of the music I love, um, actually the album we'll do for next week is <laughs> is about catharsis yeah. and self-discovery or self whatever yeah almost so, to the point of self-destruction yes 100 <laughs> percent, absolutely so yes um but i get what he's saying if you're not if you're not writing music in order to kind of s- do like a self-therapy yeah I bet it would be fun to just be like, now I'm a weirdo cowboy riding in the rain. Well, and that's the thing, too. It's like, you know, short story writers aren't necessarily writing their short stories as a form of catharsis. No, no. They're trying to be creative, and they have this idea that they want to get out into the world. And I think that's what he's trying to say. He's like, why, as a songwriter, can't I do that, too? Yes. No, I agree. Like, I I read Stephen King all the time. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, I highly doubt most of Stephen King's short stories, which are amazing, are about anything relative to his life. Right. You know, so. and, and John K. Sampson has found a way to do both, I think. <laughs> I actually, yeah, I could see that. He's, uh-huh. he's you know, at the, at the same time uh, writing in these kind of vignettes of these people's lives, he's also putting his emotion into it. For and sure. Catharsis, but For sure. I think Randy Newman is just a cheeky bastard, and he wants to write, what some, yeah. write some fun tunes. That's so. what it seems like. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, let's, let's finish her up. Let's do it. Track number 12, final track, is called Old Man on the Farm.
waiting for some rain to fall. He's waiting for the mail to come. He's waiting for the dawn again. Slap the pigs, sweeping out the chicken house, drinking whiskey in the barn. song would have been four or five minutes long it'd have been like mm, yeah you can't draw us out but it's two minutes long so mm-hmm. it's just like hey this is putting a cap on it yeah thanks for coming out yep this is it good night yeah what Literally, are you like, what? oh man yeah so i'm also yeah <laughs> What are your final thoughts there, Kirk? For literally, My you first heard listen. it live the first listen. So we kind of talked off Mike a little bit about how everything you're getting from me right now is raw, you know, just off the cuff, you know, first impressions, obviously, because um, other than maybe short people, I don't, I've never heard any of these mm-hmm. at all, and most of what I knew of Randy Newman was Disney soundtracks um i enjoyed this thoroughly good um and i would say that if this had been my first listen you know while i was walking or whatever i would knowing myself and knowing we've been doing this for two years i would say i probably would have been like oh it was a little slow for my workout Mm -hmm. but i can't but i kind of can't wait to go back to it at a more like where I'm at work when I'm not really like, I don't know, like doing something. See what sticks out at you. Yeah. See yeah. what comes out. See what, see what I pick up on. And honestly, I would say from this first listen is I believe by my third, I would have outright loved most of this album. Good. There might've been a song or two that I was like, yeah, I don't know, whatever, that one I could have, you know, mm-hmm. gone here or there with. But for the most part, I I think this would have grown. And, and actually, I really want to continue uh, listening to it. Um, yeah, I, I, yes. I enjoyed it. I loved it. Well, I mean, maybe I shouldn't say that for first listen because that's, that's rare. Right, no. But gut, I, gut instinct. If I you're enjoyed. Saying you loved it, then... I I think his songwriting is perfect. Yeah, perfect. Uh, and like you said, like 
it's no wonder he went, you know, that he was such a, or is, I should say is, such a prolific uh, composer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It, it, He's it, just got a way of capturing moods. Yeah. Oh, my God, does he well, ever. You almost cried live on the podcast. Um, literally, and I don't think that's ever <laughs> happened. So that's pretty fucking good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I am... I am really impressed by this album. I enjoyed the hell. This, I will say this: it surprised the hell out of me. Because again, I'm like, oh, Randy Newman, <laughs> you know. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. But no, this was some late '70s. I'm actually surprised that because I am such a fan of late '70s kind of. How would you describe this? Like pop rock. Yeah, kinda. Yeah. Uh, yacht, like under... I like I love yacht rock. Oh yeah, it kind of I... slipped under your radar. There. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Um, so anyway, this yeah, might be the no. first episode where I haven't been showing you memes during the songs because you <laughs> actually have to pay attention. And I paid attention. Yeah, you did. Oh, man, I was swimming in each of these songs. Yeah, and I, I loved the pool. Yep. Yeah. Well, you uh, you've got to pick a playlist song. Baltimore. So. Yeah, Baltimore. Yep. All right. I just there's something about that one. Sweet. It was, I mean, I had like so because I knew I had. to I pick. thought for sure you were going to pick Little Criminals. It was close, wasn't it? It was so close because as we were going, I was kept thinking like, okay, I like okay, I like this song, but then I was like, ooh, I really like this. It's song. It's a good song, man. and Little Criminals was really good, and I was like, ooh, this might be, but I got, but it's also like I gotta wait and see. Yeah. And then Baltimore, I don't know, just the, I don't know. Yeah, it was close, but I liked Baltimore. Baltimore? Baltimore. Baltimore. But yes, so yes. My Sweet. Pick is, yeah. Well, that was good. That was good. I enjoyed the hell out of that. Good. Good. I'm glad. Was a, I'm glad it worked out. That was I'm excited a ha- to try it next time. <laughs> that was a happy accident. And uh, yes, we'll let you try it. We should do that it. more often. It's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. We've never thought of doing that. We've never and thought of doing <laughs> You've never heard this on. You've never heard this. <laughs> yeah, literally, you've never heard and this. And I don't think I did this the last two episodes. I don't think I told anyone how to get a hold of us. Are you sure? I thought you did. Mm, I don't know. But uh, email us at neverheardpod at gmail.com if you haven't turned it off already. Uh, Facebook.com slash neverheardpod <laughs> and Instagram at neverheard. Pod. Yes, please. We just got another uh, email from a listener for a listener pick, which I think will be fun to do. Oh, I missed mm, this one. When when uh, when that time comes. Wait, around. it was an actual email. It was an actual email. Yeah. I never checked the email. That's it was an actual email. Okay, gotcha. And we have actually have two from that person that I think we owe her. So okay. Yep. All right. We will see you next week with a very, 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 very different album. Very different. <laughs> Polar opposite. Yep. <laughs> Love you guys. Love you.